Hi there guys and welcome to today's live stream. We're going to be talking about five different ways that you can help get a better night's sleep by using pillows. So improve your sleep using different pillow arrangements. Now this is going to help you. Three of these are going to help you if you've got lower back pain. Two are going to help your neck. Um, so hopefully you guys are going to find this video really, really helpful. As always, thank you very much for joining us. If you're new to the channel, you can click the subscribe button underneath hit the bell notification so you know when we go live. We go live every single weekday. Our times are released in advance and we do Q&A at the end of every live stream just as our way of helping you guys. So if you're new to the ch channel, welcome. For all of those of you that are in the Back in Shape membership site, if you haven't already, head over to the Facebook group or log back in to uh, your members area on backinshapeup.com because we've got a brand new phase two video that was released this week and that's really going to help you go through that routine more effectively. And with that out of the way, let's get into today's live stream. So before we get into uh, the sort of the main meat of today's conversation, if you've got any questions as we're going through this, please do put those in the comments below. We've got Lara just behind the camera. She's going to be going through those questions and go through them at the end. Um, on the side of the screen here, you guys can see that we are doing, uh, we're going to go through the three lower back topics first, the two neck topics, and then a little one. Sometimes when you're uh, trying to deal with back pain, you've got to do some of the exercises. If you're in a back, back in shape membership site, either basic or premium, you'll know that some of those involve getting you in certain positions. And some of these tips that we're going to talk about today may help you in the early stages of that if you're suffering with a bit of neck pain. So we'll talk about that when we get there. So first and foremost, um, why are we using pillows? We're using pillows because we all have different anatomy. Um, women have a few uh, additional considerations that we want to, to adjust for. And when you've got back pain, the last thing you want to happen is your sleep be affected because fundamentally it's when we're sleeping that we are healing and we need to get the best quality sleep possible. And if that means we're using a few pillows to help bolster our position and make us more comfortable, then that is going to be a very easy, safe and side effect free way of improving your quality of sleep when you've got low back pain. So first and foremost, we'll cover those three, um, <clears throat> three topics uh, with regards to the lower back positions. Now, the first one is going to be lying on your back. Uh, this one's very, very common uh, for those of you that are in trouble immediately. People tend to gravitate to the lying on the, on the back here with a pillow or two underneath the legs. So we ele elevate the legs. Now, I'm, I'm, I've got mixed feelings about this particular one, but ultimately we need to sleep uh, effectively. The, the, the good thing about this position is that it quite often does make sleeping a little bit easier. The challenge with this particular position, sleeping on the back with pillows underneath the legs, underneath the upper thigh, is that it can have the effect of just rounding that lumbar spine. And therefore we flatten the lordosis in the lower back during the sleeping, which may not necessarily be the best, and it's more likely, arguably, to mean that when we wake up in the morning, we've got a little bit more inflammation built up in this area and it's a little bit harder to straighten up. So that position is, is, is good. And if it works for you, then that's OK. We need to get good quality sleep. And in the early days of back pain, the couple, first couple of days or so, it might actually be what's necessary. But the other position I'm going to talk about, the next two are going to be a little bit better. So this next one is for men and women alike. It'll work really well and really the feedback we get on this particular position is, going, is, is generally very, very uh, positive. And this is lying on our side with a pillow between the knees. Now, why are we sit lying in this position? And what advantages does it have over the previous position? Well, firstly, 
when we're lying on our side, we can maintain a neutral curve to the spine. We can keep that lower back lordosis. Now, if you just curl up round into a ball, then it's obviously not going to work. But we can maintain that normal backward bend through the lumbar spine, and that's going to allow you to not put any additional sort of problems through that lower back whilst you're sleeping. And having the pillow between the knees does two things. One, it provides a little bit of comfort and protection for the knees if you've got any knee trouble. But number two, it actually opens the legs a little bit and that takes pressure off the glutes. And one of the reasons it makes a difference compared to when the knees are together is that it puts a little bit of, of stretch and pull through these glutes, which can pull on the lower back and create issues. So by separating those legs with a pillow, sometimes folded in half, we can take some of that glute tension off so that it's not pulling on the lower back for the night's sleep. And while maintaining a nice lordotic position, we can therefore be very, very comfortable through the night and sleep effectively. Now, the other thing we need to mention is then this comes into the last topic or the last lower back position, is that we want to maintain the spine straight. A lot of people say, and they come into the clinic and they say in the back and shape membership site, they say, oh, well, when I lie on my left side, um, the pain goes down my leg and I have to lie on the right side, for example. And this is, I would argue, maybe a little bit more common women, and it does affect men as well. So it's worth bearing that in mind. If you're a guy watching this, don't dismiss this option because it does help um, and, and, and it can make a difference. If we've got particularly wide hips, which is more normal because of the pelvic anatomy differences in ladies versus men, as you're led on that side, and you'll know this, you know, as soon as I say this, many of you guys watching this, or, or men and ladies, will go, oh, I know I do that. Your, your, your bum drops in like so, or your pelvis tilts around because the waist here is smaller than the hips here. And this last position involves putting a pillow in the side to make sure that that spine stays neutral. Because if our spine bends like this, it's going to put a closing effect or have a closing effect on the holes here and open these or vice versa, depending on if you're on the other side. It's going to put abnormal asymmetrical stress through your lower back and therefore potentially aggravate things. So having the pillow between the knees and one just in the side, just out of camera shot, just in the side here, can really help maintain a neutral spine with a nice curve from the side, but also maintain a straight spine through the middle. And that can be a real game changer for a lot of people. It just like that, it just works and changes, changes those issues. And again, even for men, it does really help because we've got to imagine men generally will have slightly broader shoulders as well. So that's going to tilt you this way as well. So by just providing a little bit of support in that flank, just above these bits here where the bony bits are, my legs are a little bit long and I've got a short body, so it's a little bit higher than you'd expect. But just popping something in here can just protect from this bit here that sticks out so that we hold everything a little bit more neutral. So those are the three back position, back uh, pillow uses of a pillow that'll help you lower back pain. Just to recap once, We've got the lying on the back with the pillows underneath your knees. We've got the lying on the side with the pillow between the, between the knees. Allows us to keep a more neutral position, less disadvantages. And, and also, other, other, other benefit is that you're already lying on your side, facing the outside of, facing in the position that you'd want to be before you get out of bed. Whereas if you've been lying on your back all night, you wake up in the morning when you're most vulnerable and you have to roll onto your side, which can often be a difficult, difficult uh, challenge or obstacle to get over, especially if you're a bit vulnerable first thing in the morning. Whereas if you've slept on your side with your pillow between your knees all night, take that pillow out and then you can pop yourself up the safe, correct way 
um, that we should get out of bed, not bending or rounding our lower back. So that's very, very important. And then the last one we've got is that pillow in the side in combination with between the knees to really help keep your spine in a very neutral position. Now, in today's video, I'm not really going to get into mattresses and those sorts of things. Um, if you've had it, but just as a quick note, I wouldn't worry too much about your mattress for the time being. I'd focus more on the pillow positions, get yourself rehabbed, get yourself out of back pain, and then maybe you can reevaluate your use of a mattress um, in the medium to long term. And if someone's already asked that question, I can see Lara's nodding her head. Yeah. If someone has asked that question, then uh, I've, I've already jumped the gun. Now, these next two are really, really important for two reasons. One for when you're sleeping and the other for other exercises we're doing. It's, it's helping you guys better understand your neck position. Um, so the, the, the first one I'll cover, which is really exclusive to sleeping, and that's going to be lying on your side with a pillow to block this gap here. A lot of people wake up in the morning, they have a little bit of stiff neck, and quite often the problems that have led to developing lower back pain actually contribute to the neck as well. It's bad posture, it's sitting for too long, it's not being as active as we otherwise should be. And both areas of the spine have similar challenges. What we often find is that the neck will objectively, and that's from an alignment point of view and a generation point of view, get worse before you get symptoms, primarily because even as I'm sat here, my neck's free to move. So the movement keeps the neck in a kind of pain-free position for a longer period of time and allows it to get worse without you knowing. So that's a little side note there. But the, the first neck position is having the pillow bridging this gap. You're not having two or three pillows where you're propped up like that and you're not having one pillow where you drop down like that because that is going to put stress and strain through your neck all night and you're going to wake up with trouble. The final one is going to be having that neck, that neck pillow supporting the neck curve and allowing the head to drop back and that is, I'll draw it on the board for you guys so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. We've got a back of the head, the neck here and then your spine and your back here. And we've got a pillow, commonly the temper pillows will do the job where it's in that sort of position there. And we've got this part here supporting the neck curve, allowing the head to drop back into a neutral position. And then we've got the lower end here. We were speaking to one of you guys on the, um, in the back and shape group just about, about this particular thing. And we had the pillow position the other way around, which is a little bit of an error and I'll show you why. So if we use the pillow the other way, I'll do it in red because it's very uh, relevant. What's happening here? We're propping the head up and we're flattening the neck curve. We're actually doing that. And that is something we really, really want to avoid for both neck and lower back pain because it puts a stretch through the spinal cord. It puts a stretch through the cervical spine. That's your neck. And it puts a stress through all of those muscles, which arguably are continuous down into the lower back. And therefore, if, it, if you pull the rope up here, it's going to pull on your lower back down here because the whole thing is connected. So the reason that last position is bad is because, and I'm going to hold it upright, the spine should have this nice natural neck curve and your head sits out here. So the pillow there in the correct position is supporting the neck and allowing space for the head. In the, in the position that you can see with the red, um, uh, the red pillow on the whiteboard, we've got the head being pushed forwards and the neck sloping in. And that creates a good degree of stress, a flattening of the cervical lordosis, and is, is very likely to make your neck pain worse in the medium to long term. It's definitely not going to be good for your neck at all. So bear that in mind. You can actually make a good pillow uh, that, that kind of supports the neck effectively um, by taking an older pillow that you may have, kind of generally soft one, and squinch up the edges. So you squinch them up into kind of a ball here, 
and maybe the rest of it kind of sits out and that way you can provide that nice support for the neck even with an old pillow you don't need to go out and buy a 60 70 pound pillow you can just use your old one roll it up and actually that works just as well in my opinion if not sometimes better than the than the temper pillows so there's a little tip for you at home now the last thing i wanted to cover today uh, before we get into q a was just a little bit about um how can you improve by supporting your neck um your effectiveness in the ab exercises and um, sometimes people that have lo lower back issues have trouble with the neck maybe you're lying on your back and you're getting shooting pains down the arms because we've got some degenerative processes taking place in the neck and and the process of you lying back but strain on these joints and irritates the nerves. Maybe we've got a, just a, a your bad luck. We've got a co-occurring neck problem with a lower back issue. Well, one of the things we often find, especially as we get older, is that we've got a lower back problem, but our head flies forwards like this as well. And that's been a perhaps even a postural adaptation to try and take stress off the neck, much like people flatten the lower back to try and adapt or cope with lower back pain. And this is not helpful. And when we go and lie this person on the back, look at how far forwards the spine is in this position. And that's very common. Even try, if, if, you, if you think you get a little bit of trouble in your neck when you're lying on your back, just go and stand up against the wall. Get your bum, your heels, your middle back, and your head against the wall. And if you have trouble, this is, this, these tips are exactly for you. If you can't get that head back without looking up towards the ceiling, there are neck issues here. And these little tips will help you at least manage with it in the short term. The problem is that when you lie on your back here, because there's so much rigidity in this section of your thoracic spine, your head just kind of hyperextends and it kind of just jars everything here and creates inflammation in these necks in, in this extra section of the neck and gives you that shooting pain for the short term if you just use a pillow or two or a cushion that might be on the sofa to just support this area here and support the head now you might think well mike that's in contradiction to what you've just said about the last pillow position yes it is but the reality of it is your neck's not flexible enough right now to allow you to lie effectively on your back. So we need to adapt things with a short-term solution that's not gonna to create too much harm. You'll be doing this for three to five minutes whilst you're doing your core exercises by supporting the neck. It'll take strain off your neck and reduce the aggravation of your neck. Because last thing you want is your back's feeling good and you're making progress with your back, but your neck's giving you hell. So making this small change for a few minutes while you're doing your exercises is not going to be the end of the world. And I'll explain why. The real issue I have with people lying on their back and sleeping in that position, for example, with the head propped forwards, is because it's the, it's the, it's the what's the word? It's the consistent, persistent strain through these ligaments with them being pushed forwards that creates the adaptive change, making this thing worse. That takes place when you've been lying in a set position still for longer than 10 minutes. It starts, it starts to peak after 20 minutes. While you're doing your exercises, you're going to be moving around and you're not going to be with the head propped up in that position for longer than sort of two, three, four minutes or so. And therefore it's okay to be in that position temporarily if it means you can get through and get your lower back rehab done more effectively, because that's gonna build you a strong base and foundation down here so that you can later on start working on the neck a little bit more effectively. And get, hopefully when lockdown unlocks, if that makes sense, um, hopefully when lockdown unlocks, um, you'll be able to get some treatment to help reduce the inflammation in the neck so you can continue to work on your lower back and if you haven't tried it already there's an awesome little combo that we recommend for neck issues and that is using the band to just do a little bit of extension and then that's using the rolled up towel underneath the neck and a little bit of ice on the back of the neck for three to five minutes if you're in the back and shake you know how long to use your ice anyway so please try that that will really help and we've done numerous live streams over the last couple of months on neck pain as well so if you want to check those out please do i think that is pretty much it for 
today's live stream uh, talking about the five ways you can help use pillows to sleep better. So we'll get into Q&A. Okay, awesome. So I'm going to start off with Facebook. Elaine's asked a couple of questions. Yeah, so sure. She said that she's got a disc problem, um, yeah. four or five. I'm assuming she's talking about the neck here. She's, uh, she said, I've got terrible pain in my shoulder and my neck. Uh, has been aching uh, me and also sleep can get uncomfortable. My shoulder is very stiff. Uh, any kind of help and support there? And she's also said, what are, the, what are good stretches for the neck? Okay, so we're talking about C4, five disc injuries. So the C4-5 section of the neck is actually really common to be injured. It's 4-5 and 5-6 are really, really common. Commonly because you've reversed the neck curve or reduced the, the lordosis. We should have sort of a really nice smooth curve through here. And what's probably happening is we've lost that and it's putting permanent pressure through this section of the neck. That's irritating the nerves here. It's going down your arms to your shoulders. Sometimes it goes into the fingers. Uh, with that, at that level, it's not necessarily going to hit the thumb. If it is hitting the thumb, I'd argue that you probably got 5-6 involvement as well. Um, the main thing here is actually that bit I just touched on at the very end of the video. It's a case of doing the band exercise to open up those the, those those joints on the front. Um, very simple band exercise. Lara's just looking around for a band uh, right now. Um, very, very simple band exercise to open the neck out and then lying over the towel uh, in, the, in the neck to support that neck curve and then finishing up with using a little bit of ice. It's a case of, and, and we might even need to do this for the back and shape members and, and, and have a little unit for the neck because I think it really will help people. But we take this band through the middle of the neck and just gently looking up, just doing 15 reps of these to help open up that neck. But if you're doing what I'm about to tell you right now and you're not making the other changes, that's not sitting for too long at your desk, that's not read, even reading a book. Smartphones are demonized, but books are just as bad if we sit there reading them for long periods, like this. Those sorts of postures, how much time do you spend looking down at the floor or looking down into your lap while you're reading or doing other things um, on a daily basis? If those things aren't addressed, then what I'm talking about will not work, it will not help. Finally, sort of a stretch. So I've been through the band exercise, that will help you, gently. We're not trying to pull our neck in half or saw it in half. We're gently articulating those joints to just get a bit of movement and open out these disc spaces on the front here. Do not do chin tucks. Those will not help you, even though they're a very common exercise to do. Ladies typically, typically um, will have a flattened reduced curve, and this is based on the hundreds or thousands of, of necks that we've seen uh, in the clinic, both at the Mayfair Clinic and before that. Um, they will typically are more likely to have that reduced curve in the neck. So don't do a chin tuck, that's going to make you worse. This band exercise is better. The towel stretch, which I've already covered, three to five minutes, uh, a little bit of icing on the back of the neck, and also another little stretch you can use with the band here is whereby you just pull forward gently, and then we just lean to the side and to the other side. And what that does, it stretches out these muscles. But by using the band, we encourage normal cervical movement. We're using a pivot there to make sure that this neck bends correctly because you'll find that actually if you look up versus if you look up using the band or, or a rolled up towel will suffice, you'll find that actually one is an awful lot easier than the other, especially if you've got the towel or band in the right place. It allows your neck to move effectively. So those are the things that I would do to help reduce your pain in the neck and, and, and to be completely honest, getting some upright imaging to actually have a look at the deeper causes of that C4-5 disc bulge is going to be the most helpful way forwards because you can do lots of treatments, but unless we understand the true alignment of your neck, 
and whether or not it is abnormal, we can't change it. And if we can't change it, we can't do anything to deal with the underlying issues that are there. So I definitely encourage that once things have calmed down. But those exercises should really get you on your way, at least in the short to medium term. And also the towel exercise. Yeah, the towel exercise is awesome. You know, you're taking a, a hand towel and you're rolling it up. So it's about like so, and it's just supporting the neck position. Exactly the same as the lower back towel. If you're in the Back in Shape membership, uh, Elaine, then, then check that out. It's slightly smaller towel, uh, but that'll really help you. You just lie on it for about 10 minutes. No, no, five, uh, five minutes, minutes, five minutes, five minutes. Um, okay, so Karen has asked, if you're waking up with neck pain, what is the best thing that you can do first thing to help? Um, so if you're waking up with neck pain, as in you've just woken up, you've never had neck pain before, I think probably not gonna be watching this video, um, but if you are, just get some ice on that neck. Once the ice has been used once or twice, start just some gentle movements left, just gentle rotations left and right. That can help. We don't need to do down. And, so, uh, and we had a comment in the uh, Back in Shape group about just going the neck all over the shop. Don't do that because that's a complex movement. If we've got an injury, we don't need to be adding in complex movements uh, around the world or any of that sort of stuff. And then those exercises that I just mentioned will help. Um, that's really going to be the best thing. If it's chronic, I'd probably default to those exercises I mentioned at the start. Everything that we recommend to you guys, whether it's neck pain, whether it's back pain, because those are the main things that we deal with, it's about helping your spine back to a normal position or support and encourage a normal position because that helps take stress off in the more long-term way. So it's the same thing with a neck issue. Quite often when you wake up first thing in the morning with neck pain, you won't be able to get your head back up to neutral and that will lead you to further push the head forwards and then that gets you really stuck. And actually just working against that a little bit to just even using your hands, popping your hands in the middle part of your neck and just looking up a little bit, just gently and just help. Just get a little bit of movement through those joints. And as long as you're gentle and, and controlled, you're not going to do any damage doing that, especially if you've just woken up with neck pain. Now, if you've been in a car accident, you definitely need to get down to A&E. You don't want to be doing these things. You want to make sure there's no instability there, no, no ser serious damage. But for someone who's woken up, objectively speaking, you will not have done any major damage in your sleep. And if you're watching this and then you go and get an MRI done and they say you've got a disc bulge, you didn't do it sleeping, that's been something that's been a repetitive stress injury building up over many years, most likely. Okay, great. I'm going to jump over to YouTube and then back yep. to Facebook, guys, because we do have quite a lot of questions. So, so we've got a question here. Boy has asked, should you alternate the size you sleep on if one side is a bit tall? Um, if you find that helpful, um, then that's okay. I probably, in the short to medium term, I would try and choose the side that is most comfortable for you, uh, the side that is least sore, mainly because switching sides quite often for people with lower back pain is really going to bother them. It's that rolling over. There's not necessarily the passive tone in the muscles, which means that when we twist, we create uh, room for catching ourselves. And therefore, I'd say try your best to stay on one side if possible, preferably the side that is facing the edge of the bed so that you can get up more easily first thing in the morning. That's where I'd, where I'd go with that. Okay, awesome. Um, Gina has asked, is it possible for you to demonstrate how your posture should look while standing up against the wall? Um, what I'll do for that one, uh, Gina, is I will, we will get a, uh, we'll get a, a photo done, I think, yeah. uh, would be the best option there because uh, this, the tripod here and everything is not set up to effectively do that, but we'll definitely get one of those up. But essentially, what we should have is we'd have the heels, the bum back and the head against the wall we'll get a photo and get it uploaded for you guys uh, later today so check that out uh, in the back in shape membership site on the facebook group uh, probably later this morning okay a couple more questions from gina she said that her head cannot uh, go against the wall uh, easily yeah. uh, is the difficulty uh, is, the, is the difficulty in getting head 
against the wall due to being rounded in the shoulders? Yeah, so Gina, obviously I've got a bit of uh, additional information outside the question that you've asked on there from, from, from inside the back in shape. Um, but essentially, yes, is, is in short, we know we've, if we've got a, uh, a slightly increased curve of kyphosis, and, and I say yes, a hyperkyphosis, it's not kyphosis. Every human being should have kyphosis. It's a hyperkyphosis. It, it's more generally coming from the spine rather than the shoulders. If the spine goes like that, the shoulders have to come forwards and all too often people try and focus on pulling the shoulders back when they should be focused on extending the spine. Otherwise, you're just going to end up with shoulder problems. But it is primarily the stiffness and rigidity in this thoracic spine that is actually stopping you getting your head back. And it's someone like you that you'll probably look like this. So if, if we're standing against the wall, pretend the wall's behind me, you're going to be like that. And you'll, you'll have kind of the crown of your head touching the wall rather than the back of the, your head touching the wall. And that's something that we do see a lot of. It means that you will struggle. And, and the, the, uh, the tips that I mentioned earlier in this video, I definitely go back and scroll back to them just after we finish talking about the neck because those tips of using a little bit of support for the time being are 100% going to be applicable to you to help you manage a little bit more in the short term doing those, um, doing those core exercises that need to be done. Um, to help strengthen your, your, your back. Okay, great. So, uh, Georgina has asked a different question. She said, I suffer with canal stenosis, with mm -hmm. pain in a lower back going down both legs. I try to sleep on my back with both knees drawn up, but as soon as I start to nod off, my knees go down, and then I get a Okay, so um, stenosis is really a difficult one. I definitely recommend, it was Georgina, right? Yeah. Uh, Georgina, I definitely recommend you go back to one of the live videos, live streams that we did on stenosis. It's on our YouTube channel. Check it out because we actually talked about this in a little bit more detail. There's kind of two types of stenosis. There's going to be the or two main types. There's going to be you've got a disc bulge that's causing the stenosis, and then we've got degenerative change, uh, which is going to cause a stenosis, so arthritic change. Uh, the second one being a little bit more difficult to handle. And what I'd say is for someone like you, definitely try these pillow positions because um, if, you, if you're comfortable sleeping on your back, I would suggest you'd want to be careful of doing that for as a long-term strategy because it's going to further flatten your spine, which is likely going to, not in the short term, but in the long term, lead to more degenerative change. And therefore, sleeping on your back is not necessarily as good. The side options would be better uh, with the knees bent. But if you are going to sleep on your back for the short to medium term, then using those pillows, maybe even two or three, to hold your legs in that position so you can fully relax. And therefore, when you, when you nod off, your legs don't move, that will be very helpful for you um, in the short to medium term. But I would really encourage you to try and uh, find the side sleeping a better position if possible. Okay, brilliant. Um, Elaine has come, sorry, I'm going to flip back to Facebook now. Yep. Elaine's come back. She said that she has an MRI done. She said it was very useful what you suggested. So she was going to start with awesome. neck exercise, which is brilliant. Um, Kate said, I know, it, I know it's not sleeping, but what is the best way to support the neck when sitting upright in an uh, easy chair? I do support my lower spine, but neck is uncomfortable. So the big problem with, and, and a lot of people notice this, um, you might even feel this right now, is that the act of sitting up, the person feels like it's an effort to hold their head. Uh, we had one of the guys in the clinic the other day saying, um, he, he literally said, I'm aware that my head weighs something. Um, and most people aren't aware of that. And quite often, in, in, in that guy's case, it was the spine was just in a, in a terrible, terrible position. Um, it was completely straight. And therefore, you start to become aware that this thing weighs actually quite a bit. And the neck vertebra are actually very, very small. 
the difficulty there is, 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 as you say, you're sat up. Is there a position to support the neck? Really, the only way this is going to improve is by improving the, the, the neck curve and providing more stability for these neck muscles. Because, yes, you could actually lean back, have a little small, a smaller cushion or a little small rod-up towel to support your neck here. But, you know, you can't really do anything productive in that position. Really, it's a case of improve the alignment of your neck, reduce the inflammation in the neck so that the muscles can work more effectively without being spastic. And, and, and stiff and rigid and not able to effectively fluidly hold that neck and also a bit of strengthening work. Things like you can hold the hands behind the neck and just gently press into them. Now, one of the, uh, this is a very clear distinction between this exercise and one of the, some of the sort of the other exercises that you get where it's kind of like hold a band, hold your head and pull. We want to always make sure that we're in a good position when we're doing these exercises. So if we're using this example, which is very common, pull, pull back, pull forwards, those sorts of things to strengthen up the neck. What commonly people do is they go like that and they pull. And you can see my head's forwards. So what we want to do is what I said to you guys, and you can even use this towel here, is we put that there. So now I'm in a good position and then pull. And that way we're aware of that neutral position. Go and stand against the wall and do this and just literally press your head back into the wall or hold your hands here to support the natural necker and press it against the wall. Or go to the side and just hold your spine straight and just press into the hand. And doing reps of these over a period of time can strengthen your neck and provide greater support for that neck. But ultimately, I'd really encourage you, if you're feeling that sensation, it's something really common with people where the alignment isn't good. Um, and that's what we want to look at. People that are at risk of this, people that have done dancing, gymnastics, ballet, those sorts of sports. And then we've got um, people that have fallen off horse, which I've been speaking to many of them um, recently. I don't know why, but it, it, you know, it, it's something that is... Uh, is uh, is it also has issues or results in issues in the neck because we, we don't realize how big that animal is and how far we fall and quite often you know there's the encouragement to get back on and not look at our neck as well as we could do and i've, I've seen quite a lot of patients over the years that have been in that category uh unfortunately okay uh ollie has asked will stretching before going to bed help with recovery overnight um yeah i think if you that's kind of a, a personal one. Some people find it helpful stretching right before bed. Um, I can't see there's any issue for that. If it works for you, then stretching before bed would be, would be a good idea. It's, it's definitely no harm in doing it. Okay, brilliant. Um, Jeremy's asked, is sleeping on your neck with no pillows okay for the neck or is it too flat? No, that's definitely too flat. Please do not lie on your back with no pillows. People often do this. Um, you're going to literally pull your head forwards. Uh, it kind of depends, uh, though, to a certain degree, because if I've got like quite a big bit on the back here, um, which sticks out quite a bit, other people might have a flat head. I know my brother's got a very flat head on the back. So for him, maybe it's not necessarily as bad as it is for me. So um, pay attention to your own head anatomy. Do you have the bit that sticks out more? If you do, then it's going to be worse for you. Um, but the easy advice is just use a pillow. Um, I, think, I think that's everything. Um, a lot of people just have thank you for the advice. Awesome. Brilliant. Um, awesome. Hope it helps. Uh, we had quite, quite a few questions there today, so thank you very much to everyone who did ask a question. That's really, really helpful, and hopefully the questions and the answers helped you watching this if you didn't have the chance to ask a question, or if you're watching this after the fact, as I know many of you guys do. If you are watching after the fact, you've got any questions about any of this, please do post that in the comments below, and thank you for joining us. If you don't already, please do consider subscribing to the channel, hitting the notification bell so you know when we go live, we go live every single weekday to try and help you guys with Q&A just like we've done today. And one final little notice for you if you're in the Back in Shape Premium Membership site and you're thinking of moving on to phase three, check out this weekend because we're going to have an awesome upload uh, coming uh, very, very soon. So 
do keep your eyes out for that one. And with that, have a great day. We will see you tomorrow with another live stream.